You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, me and Pat are going to discuss the Bulls possibly landing Tyler Hero as the third team in the Dame Lillard trade. We're also going to talk about the Blazers not being interested in Zach Levine and give a preview for Alice Caruso's season. All that and more on today's Locked on Bulls. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. And today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA. You're in a promo code locked on NBA for a free water bottle with any purchase. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Now, as you guys can see, other than Pat, Pat being a victim of domestic violence covering up his black eye. <laughs> I don't know if we can joke about that here, dog. Like, Jesus uh, Christ. Like, that was a little far, dog. Why is domestic violence okay when the man gets beat up? Like, it's, nobody. It's, it's funny when we get beat up. It's, you know, that's it. It is what it is. That's um, messed up. It's the only time you can laugh at it if it's the man that got beat up. That's, that's messed it. up. JDH is going to be in the comments triggered ass. (laughs) (laughs) No, but all jokes aside. uh, So apparently there is now uh, going on that the Bulls are one of four teams that could uh, land Tyler Hero as being the third team in an eventual move that would send Dame Lillard to the Miami Heat. You've talked about this a little bit off air. Uh, Apparently the the Portland Trailblazers just do not want Tyler Hero on their team. And so, you know, because of that, you know, they want, they want to find a third team to take on this contract. And so the Bulls, Hornets, Jazz, and, uh, but there's another team in there. Why, what am I missing on this list? Uh, oh, the Brooklyn, Nets. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah the Brooklyn Nets Brooklyn are well. listed as the four teams that could have uh, could acquire uh, Tyler Hero being that third team. What do you think of it, Pat? I I don't get it. I just I don't get it. Right, like I, I I'm confused by it. I would like to say that it makes sense, but I I don't get why they would want to move off of Tyler Hero. Now, listen, uh, if if it's due to the injury, I guess going into last season. Right? Like, that's all I can think going into the playoffs last year, but he can't control a broken hand on a play where he's trying to lay out there and go after it. Right? Like, I I, just, I, I don't understand moving on from Tyler Hero. Is it because you want to hold on to Duncan Robinson all of a sudden? Somebody who, I mean, realistically, it seemed to me that by the end of the season, they didn't believe in this young man. Uh, and then during the playoffs, right, you have to put him in because of Tyler. And you see Tyler go out there and absolutely make plays. I guess that's like maybe you feel like you unlocked something with him that wasn't always locked away. But I mean, by the end of the season, you were seeing Duncan, you were seeing Duncan Robinson play 10, maybe 12 minutes a game, getting up four to five shots. Like this was not somebody that this team believed in heading into the, in, into the final stretch. And then all of a sudden he gets hot. I just, I, I maybe Spo feels like he unlocked something. And so ty- now it's okay to move on from Tyler. Um, I, I thought Tyler had a pretty nice bounce back year last year. And maybe they feel like they're selling high. Maybe they feel like he's hit his ceiling. And with that ceiling. I think you're overthinking it, bro. I think they just want Dane. 
I think that's it. That's just it. They just one day. That's, but why that's would, all But you it. can move Duncan to get there. True, but and and the, Portland literally doesn't want Tyler, so maybe they would want Duncan. True, but like as you said, Duncan's a worse player, right? And I think that if you're looking at it from the standpoint of the Miami Heat to get a third team enticed, you're probably going to have to include a better player, and that being Tyler Hero. But the, their whole package is garbage. True, but like, Tyler I, Hero not, is a nice bench piece. Like, and look at if you look at all the teams that are involved, right? Like the, the Chicago Bulls. We we know we need three point shooting. Theoretically, it makes sense. Sure. The, we'll talk about the contract. The Utah Jazz. That's a team that you know Jordan Clarkson moved into that starting lineup by the end of the year. Maybe they could look at it as some more firepower off the bench. And the Charlotte Hornets just need bodies. And I they mean, realistically, listen, there. a white guy in Utah like that just fits. <laughs> <laughs> Man, come on now, I mean. A white shooter in Utah? Come on, that's 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 what they've been looking for here. So I, I think that's the part more so than them necessarily being out on Tyler. I le- at least the way that I look at it is that they probably think that they can entice a team to come on more and just take on that large contract for a better player than what Duncan Robinson is. I just, I, but wouldn't you want to have Tyler on the team with Dame? I'm not like, saying to that, me, I that would make more that. sense. But you right? have like, to I... entice a team, though. Like you, because the team's taking on Tyler. Because Tyler Hero still has he's contracted until 26, 27, where yeah. he's going to make 33 million dollars a year. So, like, if like you 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 need to entice like Duncan Robinson, yeah, 18.1 million dollars, not not nearly large uh, as large of a contract. No, he has a player option, I believe, in 2025-26. But again, <laughs> as you know, as you know. Duncan Robinson. I mean, he still has some promise as a shooter, but he got hot, right? Yeah. Like he he finished out the season the right way. I think that hope sells a lot, bro. Like hope to me. <laughs> look, listen, there are people that still include Patrick Williams in trade packages. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we've seen P. Will here. It doesn't look great, but what is it? The hope. He's young. He's twenty two. Is he's not even twenty two yet? Right? He's twenty one. Um, right, like that. There's hope that this guy's gonna develop into something. Hope sells a lot. I, if I'm Miami, I'm looking at Portland and saying, "You sure you don't want to include a Duncan Robinson in this? Like, you still need to get the three teams." So I guess that that that's the Tyler situation there. I guess realistically, right? What are you sending if you're the Bulls for Tyler Hero? That's really what it comes down to because this is about Tyler possibly being here with mm-hmm. the core, basically. But you probably have to give up a piece of the core for what Tyler's making. It depends because we don't know what Portland's goals are because it doesn't seem like they really want a bunch of players, (laughs) right? Like they they want a bunch of draft picks and they're they're even willing to take pick swaps. But because them moving on from Dame and having this young team that's going to be scrappy, they're not going to make the playoffs. So they're going to they're they're upping the value of their own pick. And keep in mind, also the Bulls have something that no other team can offer. That is removing the protections from yep. that pick as well that we have from them. So I think that uh, if you had a better idea of what Portland's actual goal was, because it doesn't seem from anything that I've read that they're looking for like, yeah, they want Nikola Jovic as a young talent back, right? And that's cool. That makes sense. But Nikola Jovic ain't going to push anybody over the top right now. We don't know what he's going to turn into. So right. maybe maybe they do look at it as a, hey, we'd be willing to take Lonzo Ball's contract back because he's not going to disrupt what we have going on with the young guys. They could still, and keep in mind, if the, if the Portland Trailblazers do trade for Lonzo Ball, that does not preclude them from filing for the career-ending injury exception next offseason, which they may be more inclined to do 
because they don't have the emotional attachment to Lonzo like an AK does. So yeah. maybe they're looking at it in that type of flex. Maybe you can convince them to do that. Because if you can convince them to take on the Lonzo contract, I'm not against it. You're getting a body back that you can use. I, I mean, yeah, listen, if if you can convince anybody to, to take on the Lonzo contract, you're in a win-win situation there. I just... Listen, if, if AK could pull it off, I'm all for it, right? Like, if, if you can pull it off and keep the core four together, right, in a situation where now, I mean, you bring in Tyler off the bench? Yeah, absolutely. You got to figure out how to play. that. I'm not mad at it, but you got to figure out how to play that one because he, he is a starter in Miami, like. I, I guess there's no DeMar DeRozan sitting in front of him or Zach Levine, but I I don't know. Like that's, that's a, that's an interesting game to play. I don't want to see Tyler playing the point though. I think that's the one <laughs> that's thing. That's the one thing I know. I don't want to see. I don't want to see yeah. Tyler playing the point because yeah. that's real. That's kind of what we saw with Miami for a little while last season. Then Gabe Vincent ended up taking over those rights. And I'm just like, nah, that's not, I've seen enough of that. Right. Like, Tyler, Tyler in Chicago, I'd welcome it. I think that that would be a big boost to the Chicago Bulls bench. Uh, or, right, maybe, listen, maybe that's the move you make where you finally convince DeMar, hey, listen, we need you to be our elite uh, scorer off of the bench for us. Or, this is part of our conversation off the phone, what if not only are they including Duncan Robinson, let's say Duncan Robinson does go to Portland, D- Duncan and Kyle Lowry go to Portland, but what if they do want DeMar? What if Miami Heat do try to swing away into where they can get Dame and DeMar by including, they'd have to include damn near every other contract they have, right? So looking at the salary cap table, they, it would have to be Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, maybe even Caleb Martin in there. But if they're willing to send all those contracts out to get both Dame and DeMar to add them to Jimmy and Bam, are you still interested in the Tyler Hero contract? It's, it's that seems gross. <laughs> Listen, Zach, if anybody Zach figured, Tyler and Vooch, it's that's nasty, kinda, bro. That's gross. I don't like that. Unless, right, like then you have to be sitting there telling me, like, hey, P. Will's just starting small forward, and we're just gonna figure it out from there. That's basically what I what like like I like I don't I don't like that as a starting lineup, right? Like Tyler's your two, Zach's your three. Like I feel like you're going with a younger version kind of of what you have currently, right? Because now Zach's just gonna operate more in the mid-range because that space is opened up for him. Tyler's gonna be a three-point shooter. Or they're moving Ernalop up to the main roster, he's gonna be the starting three. I I don't know. I mean, listen, uh, Ernalop's gotta play center for us, though. You know what I mean? (laughs) He's our center or our point guard. That's the only two options that the fans have put out for him. I don't know. Tyler, Tyler's an interesting scenario. I don't, I don't understand it. That's one of those scenarios where I would have to see it work out to feel good about it because just seeing the names on paper, right? Like this, this situation to me would be how people thought the Zach and DeMar situation was going to work out when everybody was like, they don't fit. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, they, they kind of operate completely different spaces on the court. Like I got to see this one happen. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. that would be, that's a weird team. That's a very weird team. But uh, next up, we're going to talk about the fact of what kind of brought this all together. And that's the fact that Portland does not want Zach Levine. We're going to talk about that a little bit before we get into that. Got to talk to you guys about bird dogs. Bird dogs simply just make you feel good. Bird dogs, straight stretch khaki shorts designed to flip slimmer through the thigh and leg giving you a truly sculpted look bird dog shorts do the exact same same thing as lululemon but fit way better they fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff restricting cotton bird dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit 
without having to sacrifice movement. Bird yeah. Dog uses anti-stick sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool you every time. and dry all day long. Bird Dogs are functional for any occasion. Uh, bird, go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA or in the promo code LockedOnNBA at checkout for a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA for a free water bottle at checkout. You want to take your Bird Dogs off? We promise you. You, you see how I made me do that whole ad read without talking about picking up pennies? You, you picking up pennies? That? I ain't picking saying. up no pennies, bro. It's a penny. Like, let it go. Let it go. It's all what, right. What's the biggest amount of change where you bend over to pick it up? A silver dollar. You're not picking up a quarter? You walking past quarters, bro? I'm walking past quarters. Quarters is good money, bro. <laughs> quarters bro, is good. Dimes is, dime is, is pushing it. Quarters is good money, bro. Quarters are, what you mean? <laughs> You still get bubble gum with a quarter, can't you? Like, like the little, the little you put that mug in, turn it. Oh, it is like fifty cent now, ain't it? Yeah, it ain't fifty cent. Yeah, that's crazy. But well, you half a quarter there, bro. You can get a basket at Aldi, bro. <laughs> you can pull out a basket. <laughs> that could be your quarter for baskets, bro. Your basket quarter, bro. Oh man, they be anyway. walking past good money like that, bro. That's it's a recession that, coming. That is hilarious. In this economy, in this economy, you walking past quarters, bro. Well, man, talk about it in this economy. The Blazers don't want Zach Levine and his $42 million contract in this economy. So what do you what do you make of that, bro? Do you think the Blazers, like, it's so, like, nobody knows what the Blazers want. Now, I understand them, you know, being a, wanting to be younger, wanting to have a team that can really grow and thrive together. You already got Anthony Simons. You got Shaden Sharp there, who's probably going to be splitting those minutes at the two slash three. I can understand maybe why on paper they don't want Zach Levine. But we've heard a lot of, like, the Bulls listening to offers with Zach, for Zach this summer. What do you think? Like, and nothing's material. It seems like the only people that want Zach are the New York Knicks. I mean, I, th- I think there's also a part of this, right? The the Blazers don't want Zach. Uh, is the Bulls asking price for Zach still the same? True, that's true. You know well. what I mean? Like, I I don't think that because midseason is over that all of a sudden the Bulls are like, yeah, we'll take Jeremy Grant for Zach Levine. Like, realistically, the Bulls asking price is probably still. Whatever their asking price is, they're probably still trying to get the most that they can for this young man. And 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 you know, Zach Levine, whether you think he's a one, a two, right? He can be a, a solid piece as a part of your future if you're building something for the future. You don't just give up that piece for absolutely nothing, especially seeing as how the Blazers are basically about to give up Dame Lillard for that quarter that you left on the ground and uh <laughs> the bubble gum that's on the bottom of an Aldi wheel, right? Like, I mean, like that's you don't make decisions like that and not feel the repercussions of it. Just ask Bulls fans that watch Jimmy Butler go to the finals for two years uh, out of four, right? Like that, that is a real situation that could have been the Chicago Bulls because of his mindset, his leadership, all of that. And I have a Spo helps with that, but you know what I mean? Like we've watched what Jimmy Butler can do from afar. And I think that realistically, right? Like not to say Zach Levine's that same level of leader. I don't think that he is right now, but, I do think that you don't just give up on that piece. And I think that's the main thing with Portland, probably, right? Like when they're calling about a Zach Levine, you know, being included in the trade, the Bulls are probably still like, what was it? A, we need a young player, first round pick, uh, a future second or something like that. Future and then first. A, a future first and then a veteran, yeah. right? And so, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're probably like, listen, we barely got players on the team as it is. What do you want, Jokic? 
or not Jokic, uh, Nurkic. Keep in mind, so the only thing was that it, it, that we only heard that Zach would have went to Portland in the case of the Bulls trying to pursue pursue Dame Lillard. So I right. doubt they're trying to get all that back and get Dame. So more than likely, the Bulls. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I I think that that they probably wanted Dame back. Probably wanted them to still remove the protections off that Portland pick. That ain't happening at this point. They have they have no incentive. They're not incentivized to. That's why to the Blazers are trying to get the Bulls into this. I swear yeah, that's because the they reason. really want the protection. They want that protection because they can't just in what, case. What is mind, it though? They it, can't trade any of their picks right with the protections they on. They can't trade any of their future picks because of the the protections that they have. And keep in mind, we're it's it's protected. The Bulls have the rights to that pick until twenty twenty eight or nine, I believe. Like like. That was that is one of the weirdest. I remember when that trade went down, and literally people were like, "Does the does the GM of the Portland Trailblazers understand how protections work?" <laughs> he just completely screwed himself. What year over. did that happen? Did that happen in twenty nineteen? That was the year. No, because that was part of the the marketing trade. So that's what twenty one. Yeah, that would. Yeah, yeah. But he gave us nine years of protection on a pick. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, bro. Damn. He thought he You're thought right. Dame, That's he gave crazy. us nine years of protection on that pick, bro. He really thought Dame was gonna be there forever. That's wild. Two bro. years later, Dame was like, "Hey, get me out of here, bro." Uh, yeah, that's that's, that's insane. I'm not. Uh, I I think that Portland wants to get the Bulls in on this because of the protection aspect, getting the protections off of that pick. They're willing to take on whatever it is. To get the protections, because right, realistically, what we probably would see happen is Hero be a part of the Dame trade, yeah, and then the Blazers with them trade him to the Bulls for whatever or it'll that be a is. Three team trade, but yeah, a three team. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, like, it, I'm starting I, to believe you actually are drunk because I literally said that when we were talking about the trade. No, no. <laughs> I, I get you. I'm just I'm just saying, right, like how it how it would go, right? Like, I don't think we would have to send anything to Miami. We'd have to send something either to Miami or to that's what I'm saying. Portland, I think yeah. the trade would be to Portland because you get Hero back from Portland, right? And I think that that's the scenario where uh uh you're able I, I don't know, bro. It's all weird because I, I think the, the part that's irritating, you said it earlier. What does Portland want to do with the future of this team? Because it makes sense to trade the protections, but if you're trade trading for the protection off of the pick, that means that you plan on trading away future picks. Or they could just be saying, because keep in mind, it's protected till 2028. Yeah. So technically, let's say that they, they don't even necessarily, like if Scoot, Shaden, Chris Murray, Anthony Simons, let's say they do, their development excels. What if they yeah. are in the playoffs as early as 2026? Right. You didn't have to give the Bulls your first round pick. So maybe they're trying to also future guard themselves in a case like that. But I mean, then do you care? Yeah, because like in that they, scenario, I mean, you got all that young talent. Like you literally yes, have four. And here's the pieces. only reason. Most teams I would say no, but for the Portland Trailblazers, yes. Because nobody's a free coming. agents never gonna go to Portland. Because <laughs> the best free agent you're gonna get is Jeremy Grant. That's exactly fact. I give so. you that. Oh, that's that's Bro, it's so weird because I feel like it's it's exactly what you said, dog. Like, what the heck do the Blazers want? Like, what what is the future plans for the Portland Trailblazers? I just feel like we're going to be asking this question 
four years from now after Dame is probably out of the league, maybe he wins a championship with Miami, maybe he wins, you know, uh, goes to the Eastern Conference Finals in New York and loses on a game winner, right? Like wherever he ends up. But I just feel like we're still going to be there and be like, so what exactly did Portland get out of this? Like Duncan Robinson plays there. I guess that's a thing. I don't know, man. Uh, let me do this ad read and get up into the, uh, before we get into this final topic, talking about the Caruso preview, big AC, man. Gotta, gotta love what that young man brings to the table. But uh, hey, question for you. Have you ever been missing syrup for your pancakes? Or just ran out of your favorite coffee creamer? With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can get what you want right when you need it. You trusted DoorDash to deliver your favorite, your restaurant's favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of groceries to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. Want even more value? You can save on all your groceries and favorite restaurants uh, with zero delivery fee on all eligible orders with a DoorPass membership. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Here's the deal. Get 50% off your DoorDash order. Uh, up to $25 when you use the code Locked On NBA at checkout. Limited time offer terms do apply. to 50% up to $20. No minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code Locked On NBA. Don't forget, that's code Locked On NBA for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Hey, Colorado was getting absolutely whacked. Clapped. Working, bro. bro, it's 42 to zero. That's out here looking like Zion Williamson and porn star. Clap. Really, because Zion really did score a lot there. Like it, like I, I think uh, in this situation, uh the Colorado's Mariah Mills getting clapped. Okay, there, there. Yeah, I thought I think that's where I was going with that one. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. With that being said, uh Alice Caruso, bro. No what do you <laughs> Alice Caruso, man, what do you what are you expecting from Caruso this season? Man? More the same, man. Caruso was uh, one of the most elite, if not the most elite, defensive guard in the NBA. Um, I think that uh, you know he he's going to still bring that same intensity, and I, I think the Bulls will have a better team to rally around him starting the season off. Remember that Pat Bev team was an elite defensive unit on the flip side of that uh, the second half of the season, right? I think that that is a team that now will be there the entire season, especially with Javon Carter. You're pairing him up with another dog on defense. Uh, and you got some guys out there that can just try hard enough to uh, be on the defensive end. And you can mix that with either an Andre Drummond or Patrick B- Williams or a Nikola Vucevic, right? So you got a perfect mix of scoring and defense. I think that's all I've ever looked for AC to be. I, I, I know some people, right, like, some people just get frustrated with Alex Caruso as a scorer. Alex Caruso averaged what, like eight points when he came here? Um, the year uh, last year with LA with, with the Lakers. You know what I mean? Like six point four. Yeah, you know what I expect from him? What we what we traded for or what we signed exactly. for? You know what I mean? Like Caruso's another one. The the reason why some Bulls fans don't understand the value of Caruso. 
it always exposes who doesn't actually watch the basketball games who just look at the box score. Because anytime anybody talks about like Caruso not really meaning much to the team or anybody, time somebody says Caruso's redundant on this team, it's like, you don't watch the game. Yes, <laughs> yeah. don't get me wrong. He's missed some wide open threes. I do not want to take that away from him at all. But if you don't understand how Alice Caruso helps this basketball team, I, I, I got to just assume you don't actually watch basketball. It's actually crazy too, because right, like he shot 36% from three last year. Yeah. Taking taking two and a half. He do per be game. missing open ones though. He I'm does. not gonna act like he don't. He missed the open ones, but you know that contested one where somebody's like running right into him. Those fall every time. Uh, I don't know, bro. Like Caruso, I just I expect him to be what he's gonna be. You know what? Stealing a half a game. I love it. Yeah. I, I I don't need him to come out here and be. I think Bulls fans thought, and this is what you kept hearing when we get Alex Caruso back. We're gonna be right back in this. When we get Alex Caruso back, we're gonna be right back in the game. Alex Caruso ain't Lonzo Ball. Like, I don't know if people don't realize this or not. Yes, he can guard one through five, realistically. We've seen him guard five. I don't want to see him do it. But at, <laughs> elitely, one through four. But listen, remember, uh, what was it? The the Bucks game last year, first one? He's down there on Giannis in the paint. We're like, Giannis finna kill this man. It was like, oh, Giannis yep. actually ain't doing nothing right now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I love what Alex Caruso brings to the court defensively. And you know what it is? I've, I've come to realize this with how people watch basketball today, how people consume it. If you're a lead at defense, you suck. <laughs> like, that's really what it is, yeah. bro. Like, think about your elite defenders. If you're only a lead at defense, you suck. It's yeah. not the 90s no more. Like, you can't give me 15 on the other end. You only a lead at defense, right? Like, I mean, that's that's... It's sad to see the NBA in, in that mindset now, but that's as just realistically what it is, right? Like, what's AC's defensive rating on the year last year? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I don't know off the top of my head. He was a 111.5. I'm surprised it's even that high. And the crazy, he was 110.3. That's elite in today's NBA. <laughs> like, like, that's the crazy part about this, bro. That's elite. Think about defensive ratings in the early 2000s, bro. Who was it? Uh, uh, Tony Allen had a 95. Can you imagine somebody in a modern NBA finishing this season with a 95? Oh, Alex Caruso's defensive rating last season was 109.3. The season before was 111.5. Okay. Yeah. Let's say 2022. See, I don't know. Well, I uh, I got to look on our site. You know what I mean? But, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This on NBA.com. NBA. This is the weirdest thing. NBA.com only covers the league we talk about. Some of the worst stats in the bro, world. Bro, NBA.com stats are horrendous, bro. Like, they're bad. I just, like, <laughs> I, I remember I, I got a, I had a whole, like, topic I was covering on Chicago Bulls Central, and I got all the stats from NBA Central because it was, because uh, it was, I mean, NBA.com is yeah. just easy. I was like, good, cool, cool, cool. And then for some reason, something, so I went to ESPN for something. I think it was like a historical player stats because NBA.com also, it sucks to find like <laughs> players that have been retired for more than two years. For some reason, their stats just disappear yeah. from the website. That and guy I didn't just, exist. I was like, wait a second. That's not what it showed on NBA.com. And I was like, oh man, this is trash, bro. This is bro. Trash. Some of the worst stats in the world, bro. I swear I sit there and I'll have a debate with somebody about something and they'll be like, well, he was this. And be like, where do you see that? The NBA's website. Be like, oh, this debate's invalid. 
You know they ain't taking them stats the right way, bro. Exactly, bro. Like they don't change they don't change players uh weight or nothing. Bro, at all, bro. NBA.com still has players' weights from when they were in college, bro. It's like, hey man, this man did gain 15 pounds bro. of muscle. Or what are we talking LeBron about? LeBron James is still 260 on the website. I swear LeBron has lost weight every That's year. Crazy. Like it's it's wild, but no. Nah. Uh for me, with AC, biggest thing that I think he contributes to the team is on the defensive end. I don't want to see him do anything different. I, yeah. I don't. I don't want to see Billy Donovan try to reinvent the wheel with this guy. No, and I mean, and Ellis Caruso last season only took f- a little over four shots a game. Two and a half of those were three-pointers. He was basically exclusively taking three-point shots last year, and that's cool. Like I, like you said, offensively, I want to see Alice Caruso get out and transition, finish around the rim. That's what I want to see Alice Caruso do. But defensively, he's he's one of the bulls where just do you, bro. Just keep doing you. And I and I pray to God nobody asks him to do more than what's in it. Like he's gonna have nights where he steps in and does more than his role. That's what a role player does. But you know what we brought Caruso here to do is to be a change of pace defender, to change and impact the game defensively, to get in those passing lanes, cause deflections, and guess what? Get out in transition so Andre Drummond can dunk it on people's heads. That's what Alice Caruso's role is on this team. You want to see? Uh, you want to know the one thing that Tyler Hero would help? Alice Crusoe would never have to take more than three three pointers a game because he's terrible at it. Yeah. <laughs> like I've got I'm sitting there going through the three pointers uh uh attempted versus made. And there's some games where he takes like three and he's two for three, two for two, two for three. Whenever you get to that four threshold, it's ugly. You start to see a lot of one for fours, <laughs> one for five. He went 0 for six twice. Why is Alice Caruso taking six three pointers in a game? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. But uh, anything left, Pat, before we get up out of here? Hey, man, I think we about covered it all on today's episode, man. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Appreciate you guys for showing love. And uh, we'll be back at it uh, tomorrow. Yep. And you guys can follow. Uh, oh, go ahead. Give me your social media. You go first. Oh, yeah. You can follow me on everything at Path of Designer. Y'all know where to find me. Y'all know my name. You can follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO H-A-I-Z-E. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Locked on Bulls. For Pat, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls, and guess what? We out here. Peace, y'all.